We need people who are not easily swayed by changing times and changing circumstances. We need people who will say no when what we need to hear is no instead of saying yes even though they don't really mean it or believe it. Hello and welcome to Not So Secular. My name is Mon Reyes. I am a Catholic lay missionary here in the Philippines and I will be your host here today. I'd like to give a shout out to Burns Kaasi and Jay Aruga for inviting me to join them in one of their episodes for Unboxing Catholicism. We did a live stream a couple of weeks back and we talked about the letters of St. Paul in the New Testament. It was a really interesting discussion and it's fun, you know, getting to do stuff together with friends. And so I'll be linking to that in the description so that you could check it out yourself if you're interested after you listen to this episode. Speaking of this episode, today I'd like to share with you a personal reflection and I'd like to hear what you think about it. It's related to being resistant to change. What am I talking about? When we're writing a resume or when we're doing a job interview, we think of characteristics or certain descriptions that we could use for ourselves that would make us more employable. After all, that's why we're there, right? to be employed. And so one of the most common qualities that people use to describe themselves to, for them to get the job is that they are adaptable and flexible. And it makes sense. Because these are good qualities to have for an employee or for someone who works, even if it's not in employment, even if it's in business, even if it's in freelance. It helps to be adaptable and flexible. And so sometimes, I'm not sure if you've done this, but uh, I'm sure some of you have, but have you ever tried looking to Google for other ways of saying the same thing. Well, we think of other words, oh, we search it, other words or other ways of saying adaptable and flexible so that we could put it on our resume or we could say it. And then you arrive at certain phrases like resourceful in changing environments or responsive to shifting priorities or thrives in uncertainty. Ang ganda pakinggan, di ba? But it's funny because when we get to the job, when we get the job already, and then we encounter what? We encounter changing environments, shifting priorities, uncertainty. That's a stress tayo bigla, even though that's exactly what we asked for. Or at least that's what we said that we could handle. And I just find that funny. But again, going back, being adaptable, being flexible, being open to change, these are things that we value today. This is one of the reasons why motivational speakers would say the only thing that's constant in the world is change. It's change. And I don't mean to nitpick or anything, but I'm sure there are certain things that they're not considering when they say that. Like, for example, there are things that do not change. For instance, there's God's character. God's character does not change. He is steadfast. He is faithful. He is love. And that does not change. In fact, that is where we can draw our confidence from as we follow Him, as we love Him, as we serve Him, that He does not change. Another example are historical events. Historical events do not change. Our perception might change. Our interpretation might change. But 
what has happened in the past has already happened and we cannot change that. We can understand more about it, but we cannot change it. Last example, the laws of nature. When we're talking about physics and chemistry and mathematics, the things that make the world go or that make the universe run, these do not change. These are constants. Yes, again, kind of like historical events. Our understanding might change or specifically in the sciences, our application might change, our discoveries might change, but these laws are constant. They do not change. So may mga bagay naman pala na hindi nagbabago, no? And the reason why I am pointing that out is because I want to kind of take a second look at how we value change. Because I think part of the reason why we value change so much today is because of our culture and our technological progress. Because so much is changing. And if we are unable to keep up, it can quickly happen that we get left behind. And most of the time, we don't want that. There are also certain situations when being welcoming to change or being quick to adapt are really considered as strengths. Diba? If you're an artist, you need to be constantly adapting. You need to be constantly creating something new. If you just keep on doing the same thing over and over, people might find it boring. If you're a wedding coordinator. Ito, saludo talaga ako sa mga wedding coordinator because the job of the wedding coordinator is saluhin lahat ng stress so that the groom and the bride don't have to think about anything during the day. And the wedding coordinator deals with a lot of last-minute stuff, unexpected concerns, problems, uh, relatives who don't want to cooperate, and so on and so forth. And so part of what they need to have is they need to be adaptable. They need to be open to these kinds of changes. Another example are journalists. Some journalists don't even know because of the nature of their job. They don't know what they're going to do tomorrow. It depends on where they are needed. It depends on what needs to be reported, what needs to be investigated, what needs to be explored. And so uh, being adaptable to change, being open to change can be a strength. And that is very true. If you are someone who are like that, then that's a very good thing to have. However, one of the things that I've learned, okay, this is important. One of the things that I've learned is that our strengths can be our weaknesses too. And in fact, if we take it a step forward, our weaknesses are our strengths misused. What do I mean by that? For instance, if you have someone who's talkative and sociable, or if you are someone who's talkative and sociable in some situations, diba? people will love you for it. You're quick to make friends. You don't make things awkward. You're fun. You build bridges quickly. And you're just that type of person that people can rely on when there is a need to speak in front, to host something, or to, to even if... They introduce you to new people. They have no problems leaving you there because that's one of your qualities. However, in other situations, people might find you annoying. So some people might love you for it. Other people might find you annoying. Why? 
because you talk a lot, perhaps too much. You might be loud, and introverts can only take too much. Diba? Sometimes, because you talk so much, hindi mo na nalalagyan ng boundary yung sarili mo, and then you end up saying things that you should not have said. It depends. Diba? That's, that's, these are some of the general qualities of being talkative and sociable. And then let's look at the other side to it, being quiet and reserved. What we see is more of the same thing. There are times when people will love you for it if you're quiet and reserved because you tend to be a good listener. It's possible that you have an air of authority in you kasi hindi ka, kumbaga, malinaw ang boundaries mo because you're reserved, you're quiet, and people respect you for it. But in the same manner, there are some who won't like you for it because you can be perceived as more boring or too serious. I know, I am. <laughs> and... Things get awkward easily if there's no one speaking or if there's no one initiating conversation. If you have a table, if you've encountered this, diba? being on a table full of introverts, no one wants to start speaking. And so what we observe is that whether you're talkative or quiet, that same quality okay, can be a strength or a weakness. It depends. It depends on what? It depends on your situation and it depends on how you use it. You can use your strengths well, or you can use it badly. And when you use it badly, then it becomes a weakness, even if it's based on the same attribute. If you're a planner, it requires extra effort to be spontaneous. If you're soft-spoken, it requires extra effort to be assertive. If you're hardworking, it requires extra effort for you to even stop and rest. Our strengths and our weaknesses can be based on the same thing. And so we need to be mindful. And I guess part of the reason why I'm telling you this is because I know that openness to change is not exactly a strength of mine. I can be adaptable, you know, when I have to I am a youth missionary after all. My responsibilities, my job calls for it. But it doesn't mean that I always like it. Especially if I don't see the need for it. Diba? I don't enjoy uncertainty. I prefer when things are stable and clear. And if it were up to me, I would rather be perceived as reliable rather than adaptable. Part of that has to do with my personality, part of that has to do with my values, and part of that has to do with my strengths. My strengths, which, as we mentioned a while ago, could also be my weakness. But before we talk about the weakness, let's talk about the good part, okay? Because like we said, we already kind of agree that being adaptable and being flexible, we already see the good in that. But what about being steadfast? What about being a bit resistant? to change. In Sirach chapter 5, verses 9 to 10, it says, Do not winnow in every wind or walk along every road. Be steadfast in your convictions and consistent in your speech. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 23, it says, However, you must persevere in the faith, firmly grounded and steadfast in your belief and never allowing yourselves to drift away from the hope of the gospel. Is it such a bad thing if I'm resistant to change? The answer is yes and no. 
A follow-up question to that would be, what kind of change are we talking about anyway? Because there are good changes and there are bad changes. And when we're looking at people, there are people who are naturally more open to change and those who are less so. So what we really want to ask beyond that, okay, beyond just, am I open to change? Am I not? Which is better? What we want to ask beyond that is, how can we be better at welcoming the good change and rejecting the bad change? Do I need to say yes more often or do I need to say no more often? It depends on what I'm used to. Am I a default yes person? Pag may tinanong sa akin, ang immediate answer ko is yes, sure, fine, let's do that, game. Or am I a default no person? Pag may tinanong sa akin, ang default answer ko is no, next time, wag na lang, I don't wanna do it, let's see. Minsan yung let's see na yan, no talaga yan eh. <laughs> Are you with me? In the five-factor model, also known as the big five personality traits, there are these two traits called openness and agreeableness. And there are people, there are those, who are open and agreeable when it comes to their personality. They are naturally open and naturally agreeable. What do we mean by that? People who are high in openness are adaptable to change. They can be spontaneous. When I look this up, I saw in Psychology Today that it says that they are receptive to new ideas and new experiences. So these are people who are high in openness. And then there are people also who are high in agreeableness. And those kinds of people are people who tend to say yes more often. They say yes to people more. Psychology Today describes them as cooperative, polite, kind, and friendly Kaya agreeable kasi madali silang mag-agree at madaling mag-agree sa kanila. They have that kind of personality. And just looking at these descriptions, diba? I can say that I have friends who are like this. And I can say also that they have helped me get out of my shell, try new things, and meet new people. They are open and agreeable. And because they consider me their friend, dinadamay nila ako sa lahat ng mga ganap nila, lahat ng mga gala nila, and so on and so forth. And... They've been a blessing to me. In fact, I can say that I wouldn't be where I am right now if, if it weren't for them. Because there was a time when I was way more reserved. There was a time when I was way more keeping to myself. Kaya, it really is important to have people in your life who are open and agreeable. However, and this is an important however, however, at the same time, I also think that even though it doesn't sound as exciting, we need people in our lives who are low in openness and low in agreeableness. What does that look like? People who are low in openness are slow to change their mind. They tend to be perceived as more close-minded because of that. But they also tend to be more stable. Diba? Minsan yun yung kailangan natin eh. Yung, even if the circumstances change, hindi, we're gonna push through. Hindi, we're still gonna do this. They are slow to change their mind and that creates stability. And they're like that because they like things going according to plan. They like the way things are, especially if there's no obvious reason to change the way we do things. That's very me. <laughs> and so those are people who are low in openness. And then you have people who are low in agreeableness. These are disagreeable people. And these people have no problem telling you no, especially if that's what they mean. Do you know someone who is like that? Now, 
minsan nahihiya tayong mag-no, ba diba, sa ibang tao. Pero ito, hindi. Just, no. Uh, not my thing. It's clear agad. We need those kinds of people too. We need people who are not easily swayed by changing times and changing circumstances. We need people who will say no when what we need to hear is no instead of saying yes even though they don't really mean it or believe it. And me being honest to myself, I know that there were times when I said yes when I didn't really mean it or didn't really believe it. And that was quite disempowering. Like many things in life, this is also something that we could practice more. If we're a default yes person, if we're saying yes to too many things, we could try to practice saying no to some things. If we're a default no person, if we're used to saying no to people and events and gatherings and so on and so forth, then we could try to practice saying yes more. It's going to be good for others and it's going to be good for us. The truth is, we need both. Those who welcome change and those who resist change. And we have both in varying degrees. Yes, there are people who are more generally open and those who are more generally firm, but you have within you the capacity for these two qualities. The questions that we ought to then ask ourselves are these. What are the areas of my life where I need to be more open to change? And what are the areas of my life where I need to be more firm? Another way of putting it would be, in what situations should I say, I don't know what will happen, but I'm willing to see where this goes. That's openness. And in what situations should I say, no, I've made up my mind about this. I have my principles and I will stand by it. That's firmness. We ought to pray, God, help me trust in you for the things you have for me that I can't yet see. That's openness. And we ought to pray, God, help me trust in you to stand for the things that you have already revealed. That is firmness. In both these cases, we need to pray for humility and charity because there are dangers to being too open and to being too firm. And that's why we need each other. After all, we are the body of Christ. Thank you very much for listening all the way through. If you would like to support this show, you may do that by going to the description. There are links there to which you can give, donate, help us continue what we're doing here, and make it even better. You may also share this with your friends on social media. If you do so, don't forget to tag me so that I get to see it as well. Again, thank you and I'll see you in our next episode. Bye!